gets inside, leans in, knocked away and stolen by Holiday. Now up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. To Curry, way down top. This the dagger. This kind of sick. Zion's gonna want out soon. Here's the thing, I don't think the front office of that organization, of that New Orleans organization, knows what the heck they're doing. What can I say? Mamba out. Hey guys, welcome back. I am CourtsayHeat, CourtsayHeat.com. I am your host, Joshua Unix, and we are back with another podcast episode. It's great to be back here, first day morning, Brian Early. Um, sunshine as always, that's pretty much Arizona. It's only going to be a high of 88, so let's get rock and rolling. First thing I want to address coming out of the gates, if you guys have listened to Wednesday morning's podcast episode, or you haven't, I'm sorry. That's all I'm pretty much going to say, um, because if you could have just seen what happened, iMovie was a mess. All my stuff was gl- glitching out, and I was just trying to save it and share it to some other like location, just for me to, like to use like on my computer and whatnot. It was super super crazy, and I'm sorry about the intro and different things like that. So if I tell you guys, oh here listen to this, then you can't. There's a reason why. That's because my editing software was being super super. Um, nerve-wracking, and the fact that, I don't know what happened, like, Apple was just taking over my entire computer. Anyways, that was the, that was the announcement side of it. It's a sad announcement, it's a poor announcement, but still an announcement has to be done. Now, here's an exciting announcement, or not announcement, but here's some exciting things to go through. The social media. We want to be able to connect with you guys as we're always bringing the news, breaking news, topics, everything, right to your phone, computer, or even tablet. We have it all right there, and we just are bringing it 24-7 on our input, uh, experts' inputs, uh, from a fan perspective, and just breaking the news as it comes rolling across our desk. So where to find us? You can go to twitter.com slash courtsideheat. Instagram.com slash courtside heat NBA, Facebook.com slash courtside heat, and Tumblr.com slash courtside heat. And we have, and I have one last thing I want to say before we get into the podcast episode today. Is that Halloween's coming up? I have no idea if anybody cares about Halloween this year. Um, personally, it won't change my life either way. But you know what? Um, Embrace the holiday like we do uh, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving. Embrace this holiday as it'll be fun hanging out with friends and family. It'll be fun watching TV. Or if you guys are into scary movies, watch a scary movie. I am not into a scary movie. But you know what I am uh, into is a scary series. Um, For today's podcast episode, we're going to have this cool topic to talk about. And it's titled, Scary Times Ahead, Bad Teams Run the Core. I'll break that all down as I got some real heartbreakers that made me vomit on the inside. 
and I have just some shockers, some just some horrific comebacks, just some terrific comebacks that was blown by a horrific execution on the opponent's side. Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. Plus, you know what? I might I might actually change it up a bit. I know we're gonna start coming out of our coupons and whatnot because you can never start having the scare festivities too early as we're going to have some sort of like I guess they have Halloween music. Oh do we got Christmas music? But do they have Halloween music? It wouldn't even constitute Halloween music. But if they have Halloween music, that is what's gonna be a part of our trailer up until uh, Halloween is over, like November 1st, that's when I'm going to cut it, so you guys got me for the next four days and whatnot, so you got today, Friday, Sunday, so you got three days, I might even do November 1st, but yeah, I'm going to incorporate Halloween stuff, I don't know, um, we're just going to keep this, because there's going to be Halloween games and whatnot, so I'm going to cover that on Sunday's edition, but yeah, just, I just thought I'd throw that out there, why not, and what harm would it cause if I just play some Halloween music, if there's ever such a thing, and if there is Halloween music, uh, text me at 602-791-2108, which is looking to show notes below, again, that's 602-791-2108, that's the Quartz Heat text line, if you have Halloween music you want me to play, or if you just can tell me yes or no, is there Halloween music, and how in the world did we get there, like, I don't, I just want to know, like, what would constitute Halloween music? You know what, for the fun of it, because I have nothing better to do on my Thursday morning, I'm going to look at Halloween music because, yeah, oh boy, uh, Halloween music collection. Okay, there, there's legit Halloween music. You can listen to it on YouTube, iHeartRadio, YouTube Music, Pandora, really? Um... Okay, uh, songs, creepy music, scary music, scary background music, wow, okay, um, this looks very interesting, oh, okay, Halloween songs for kids, so there, there are options, there are tons of options, peekaboo, trick or treat, okay, but that's by a band called Don't Meddle With Evil. Yeah, I'm not going to click on you because they, that band seems like a tons of fun. But, I, yeah, I guess I answered my own question. But do you ever realize, do you ever say to yourself, well, let's listen to some Halloween music. You don't see people getting around a campfire or around your fireplace saying, let's throw in some Michael Myers music. I, I seems like, isn't that like a Halloween character? Isn't that from like a Halloween mu movie? I think they made a new one, Halloween Kills, or whatever it's called. Yeah, I'm good. I've never been a big horror fan. The best I've been able to watch is Goosebumps, but even that's too scary for me. And you, I can already imagine you guys laughing at me. But you, there has to be somebody listening to this podcast episode It's like, yeah, you get no scary movies. Because I never got the point of scary movies. And I, I don't want to be the old man on the lawn. I really don't. I'm all down for a good scare. Heck, I've won a haunted, a haunted house before. But let me tell you, that scared every single living out of me. 
legit. But yeah, I'm just like, I just don't know why you want to be scared. Like, because people are like, oh, go look at Chucky. Um, go look at Friday the 13th. Go look at, um, all these goosebumps. Like, look at all these different things. Or like what Michael Myers has. Don't, don't, uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not putting them down. I'm pretty sure they're phenomenal movies. They're just not my cup of tea. Plus, I, I really don't want to see anybody legit get killed. But I never gone to horror movies. Let's be on Halloween. I've never gone to it. Um, by Stephen King. Right? I, I I really don't know why we're creating a movie out of a, 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 a creepy clown that hides in the sewers. Is that is that like the main points of it? <laughs> like I'm not trying to be an idiot here, or I'm not trying to be an old man here. I seriously don't know. I'm just trying to graduate up to PG-14 movies. Because I'm just like, really? Like, really? And it's just insane. But yeah, if you guys have watched Halloween movies, what would be your top Halloween movies or just any horror movies? It doesn't have to be like... I like, um... Like, I don't know then. Like, I don't know. Would Clue count as like a horror movie? No, it's just like a murder mystery. Like, I don't know. I like murder mystery movies. Like, The Batman. The TV show from the 60s. I, was, I like... Um... I like Clue. The movie. That movie was fun. And it had a lot of scary moments. I saw it. Like, I don't know what the right response is. All I know, nine minutes into this podcast episode, you guys are probably saying I'm being a wimp. And now I'm being an idiot. Because I have no idea what the heck is going on in the cinematic universe. At least in the, or at least in like the Halloween horror department. All I know is just that my neighbors from across the street have two skeletons and one lights up with with fire went out, that glowing fire fire from the inside. I don't know. And have you ever went to Home Depot before? Like, have you ever gone to Home Depot? You walk up, you see some demonic um <laughs> um like clown who has like two faces. Yeah, no, I, I'm good. Now, if we get Casper, sure, that's where I'm at. Like, even Slappy from, I believe that's his name, from Goosebumps, even he's a little too much. And I'm just reading the books. I may be the biggest walking Mary on the face of the earth. And it's all being recorded for the rest of time, which... Who knows when that, which, who knows when that went, right? Like, just who, like, like, who knows, like, how many people are going to be listening to this podcast episode, and you're going to be saying, like, wow, he just recorded himself by saying he's the biggest Mary ever, and he does not know a thing about uh, horror movies in general. I don't know. I saw a horror movie called Old. No idea what it is. I just know during the Phoenix Suns postseason run, I was thinking it was like during the conference finals and whatnot. Oh, they're playing this old commercial. Like, why the heck? It, it's warp speed through age. You're aging faster and you're dying faster. You're trying to find an entity. That's why I got from the like from the commercial, from the advertisement. Am I wrong in what I just said? Like, I don't know. Now, you want to talk about really, really good movies. Go watch Dan Brown's movies. Go watch, um, 
Angels and Demons, Inferno, or The Da Vinci Code. No, those are not documentaries. They are legit movies starring Tom Hanks. I believe that's who starring Professor Langdon. But yeah, those are free really good movies. If you want to do something with your family, um, friends, um, significant other, I would go watch that. I would go watch that and Last Man Standing. Heck, if you're feeling kiddish, go watch Toy Story. It stars Tim Allen and Tom Hanks. So, if you want to do that, that's called your Halloween. I have no idea. All I know is, is that I don't think my family's going to have their lights on. Because if we have our lights on, we have all those uh, little trick-or-treaters coming up to the door like, Where's my candy? I might do what the Baker Mayfield commercial did for like, Progressive. Um, but I have nacho chips. I put that into their basket. And they fill up with nacho cheese. I may just do that. I may just do that to say, you know what? A, Baker Mayfield has great ideas all the time. And that's one of them. And B, that's just really funny. Now, a kid may kick me. But I'm, it's, it's willing, it's, I'm willing to take the risk, right? And I don't know how... I've gone to this topic. I've went from talking about social media to Halloween music to little trick-or-treaters. Wow. Either I can't, like, either I just float everywhere or I'm just very good at multitasking on what I say and where I take conversations. But yeah, you know what? I should have a poll on the website. What would be your top Halloween movies? Maybe on social media. I don't know. But with how is Halloween on a Saturday or Sunday? This is a awkward silence. So I'm trying to figure this out. It is on a Sunday. I'm an idiot. I kept telling everyone it was a Saturday. No wonder why um, some places weren't having events and whatnot. Okay. You know what? I have a Halloween-filled podcast episode. Cause how, how bad could it be? You guys are loving my knowledge of Halloween. Like, I, don't, I don't know like the historicity behind it. I don't, I, I don't know like the comedy behind it. I'm just like, where am I? How did I get here? The top three holidays is Christmas, Easter, and Thanksgiving. Does anybody consider Valentine's Day a holiday? Um, I don't know. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but some people consider it a holiday. Is Valentine's Day a holiday? Did Cupid announce that? Did he declare it? I don't know. I just don't know. I'm just going to say something you have to celebrate. Just celebrate it. I have no idea. Because Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day is cool? I don't know. I just know that I have no idea. I have no idea if Valentine's Day is a holiday or not. And I don't want to sound more like an idiot because I'm like, well, uh, Valentine's Day is not a holiday. I'm going to get the Valentine's Day mob after me saying it is a, is a holiday or vice versa. Like, how many holidays are there? And how many days can I take off of school? That's what I really want to know. Christmas of moth. Uh, I'm off. I have, that's my winter break. Whatever winter break I have, it's like two weeks. Yay. Can't wait till school's done. I want to burn it. <laughs> that's how much I hate math, English, 
psychology, everything. Psych, you know what, psychology, psych's pretty cool. Psychology is pretty cool. Everything else I want to burn. Unless it has to do, unless we're talking about the mathematics of basketball, but even then, I would still want to burn, but it would still be pretty cool. Or if we're talking about the history of basketball, sure, I'm a history guy. I hate every other subject in school. But yeah, that's where we're at. This has been the 15 minutes of random things. Wow. I hope somebody knows where we're going after this because uh, so far I've talked about little kids, Halloween, Valentine's Day's legitimacy of being a holiday, and I've now gone down a rabbit hole of school. So I've somehow talked about iMovie blowing up the social media to whatever we're talking about now. Isn't it great where non-scripted podcast episodes can come? Like, does that, does that just seem amazing? Because right then, right there, like, um, like, I, I didn't, I didn't script anything. Like, if you guys realize, I have, like, notes, I have, like, things I'm gonna say, but none of this is scripted. I've, um, I've told people that, uh, I told, um, William when not, uh, that I podcast with, um, on Friday for his podcast, then on another Friday for my podcast, I came out on Monday. I'm, I told him, I'm a loose cannon. I have no idea what I'm going to say next. I have no idea. No one knows what I'm going to say next. I don't know what I'm going to say next. I have no idea what's going to pop in my mind. I just say what comes first in mind. I have no idea if that should be rolling as a podcaster. But you know what? I'm rolling with it because it's made me that good so far. Or at least in my mind, right? That's the great thing about having one mind speaking into a microphone. You get, you can have all the people in the room agree with you. You're always right. And that's my motto, right? But getting into things, we're actually have a legitimate game of the day recap edition. I'm excited for this one because I hate the Los Angeles Lakers. And I love the OKC Fire besides how pathetic they are even more now. So. Real quick, we saw we saw tons of things. <laughs> Where do I begin? You're up by 26, and you somehow lose. So the Lakers were up by 26 points, and this is OKC, who was 0-4, winless, before jumping in to yesterday's game at home against... Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, right? And I believe LeBron played. Did Anthony, yeah, Anthony just did play. I'm pulling up the game right now, but the final score was to 123 to 115. You're like, what's so bad about that? It was a close game. Again, it was a block since the first quarter. But then the, uh, fun, the Thunder just kick it on. They're like, yeah, now. Like, yeah, no, we're just going to do this. I don't know what happened, but Shago Tug's going to put up 27 and 9 rebounds. Josh Giddy, who was the sixth overall pick in his past year's NBA draft, he put up impressive 18 points and 10 assists. Lou Dort put up 17 points and 6 rebounds. Then you have Darius Basley, 20 points and 6 rebounds. Derek Favors, 
15 points and uh, 6 rebounds. Like, you guys get what I'm going back. Then you have Isaiah Robbie, who's 24 years old, to put up 13 points. Like, in Ty Jerome, who's just falling off the face of the earth, right? Believe first rounder. But yeah, you guys get where I'm coming from. You guys, you guys see what I'm trying to get at. Because on the Lakers side, they didn't have LeBron. Now they were not able to complete the comeback like they did, or they were not able to get the win like they did last game, where they completed the comeback. Well, long story short, they had a 26-point lead, but then the Thunder just cooked up. And they cooked uh, Russell Westbrook's sorry butt, because that's his former team and whatnot, and Oklahoma just let him have it, which I am just so, so happy for. But as Anthony has put up 30 points, 8 rebounds, Kent Bazemore on points, Jordan had 6 points, Russell Westbrook had a triple-double 2014-13 type game, Monk put 9 points, uh, Mel put 13, Brad put 13, Rondo put 7, and Howard put 4. Both Monk and Russell Westbrook um, botched game winners or game tires to save the game, right? Mel completely airballed it. Malik Monk completely airballed it. I, I expect that from Mel because Melo, but not Monk. Just off game for the Lakers because the Lakers should have won that. Legit should have won that. He still posted 50% from the field. Free free. Did 9 points. He only took 8 shots though. For in 32 minutes. This has not been his best game of the season. His first two games are rough. Been then picked up. But I guess you're going to have up and down games. Right? First season with the Lakers. But they held pretty strong. Without LeBron. Because they could have been 0-2 without LeBron. But at least they're 1-1. Breaking even at 500. Because if if the NBA season stopped right now, the Lakers would be in the post would be in the playing tournament. Because the playing tournament goes all the way up to the 10 for 11 seeds, one to two. So, with all of that being said, here are the highlights of today's games. Here are the top moments of the game. The recap edition, right? We're going to pick free plays. I'll throw in the one. Um, you know, I'll throw in both air balls. If I'm able to find the clip, I will throw it in so you guys can hear it. Because I cannot believe they botched it after botching entire um, lead. Because it's not like a 5-point lead, a 10-point lead. Okay, that can be broken. But then the Oklahoma City Thunder over there just uh, massacring everyone in the court. Just pretty much saying... We rule this. This is our land now. We're taking back our home court. You saying you could bully us, out, bully us out? Yeah, no. Sing again, big boy. Right, it's like one of those moments. You really couldn't stop them. Josh Giddy caught fire. Dort caught fire. And Shea Gilchrist Alexander caught fire with other players, right? So here are the clips, and I'll see you guys in the next few seconds. Potentially going to the fourth quarter with a lead. SGA defended closely by Westbrook. Tough step back, gets up the shot, banks it in for the lead. Giddy, pounded by Bradley, holds it up, counted on a foul. Ball into the hands of Monk. Monk defended by SGA. 
He'll hoist from deep, and he airballed it out of bounds. So Mark Dagnall puts in ball handlers and shooters, getting to get it in. Fires it up, turns it over, gives it right up to Anthony. His three, air ball wide left. And the foul on SGA. No timeouts for the Lakers. Dort gets the friendly bounce off the front end. And Dort's second free throw swishes in. And what a way to pick up win number one on the season. Yeah. Those were the clips. That was your game of the day to recap edition. We're going to close our podcast episode out with a beautiful segment called Game of the Day Watch Out Edition. I love Watch Out. Why does Watch like the Watch Out Edition? It just sounds so much better than just number one game to watch. Really? At least Watch Out Edition sounds cool. I would be happy if someone used that, or more if that's just said more. Hey, do you see the watch audition? Like, imagine having that as like as like a movie, a TV show, a video game, or just a series name like the Watch Out Edition. Now that would be pretty cool. That'd be really cool. Cause just how catchy it sounds. Look how like edgy it sounds, like in a cool way. Like it's like Watch Out Edition. Watch audition. If you get a deep voice, I don't have no deep voice. But for people that have a deep voice, man, try to do that and it'll be sound really cool, real, really cool. Yes, that was the game of the day, the recap edition. We'll have another uh, game of the day, but that's gonna be the watch audition for today's game. That was yesterday's game. The Lakers played back-to-back games, and what many people thought the Lakers were just gonna stroll in and just press them down. That was not the case. And that's one of the teams we're going to talk about in our upcoming uh, discussion. But before we get to that, let's get to top news of today. Of what's going on between yesterday and today. And some things happen. First, these are injury related and we'll get to the trade stuff. But I want to break it down with Zach Levine. Imagine how tough you are to say, I'm going to play through something that's torn. I'm going to fight through a severe injury. Well, for Embiid and for Levine, they're both fighting through injuries. While different, they're putting the work, they're putting the grind, and they have mental toughness. Like, mental toughness is something that's just so key. Like, you want to have mental toughness in sports. Whether that's football, basketball... Hockey, baseball, uh, kickboxing, boxing, like um, mixed martial arts, whatever it is. Whatever it is, and whether you're a beginner, rookie, pro, expert, intermediate type fella, I don't know. But still, having physical and mental toughness is really, really good and really, really applicable in life and sports, just in general, right? So. That leads me to what I'm going to say. Zach Levine. He's a superstar for the Chicago Bulls. He's been ride or die with them since the beginning of his um, career. Wait a minute. I'm going to take that back. Not to the beginning of his team. Because Zach Levine was originally drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves. Am I right? Yeah. I'm sorry. But then again, you have to apologize. I didn't remember the Minnesota Timberwolves because they were never relevant. 
so it's hard to forget. It's hard to uh, remember them. But yeah, Chicago Bulls. He was with them from 2017 to 2021. What well, feels like an eon ago is actually pretty close. If you think about it, it's only four years ago. Like, it was only four years ago. It's actually not bad. It's actually really not bad. But yeah, this is his, this is one of his best seasons. This is in his top three seasons. If he ends today, he would have 25.5 points, 27.4 points, and 25.5 points. Those would be his top averages per season in his entire career. He did, he actually played really well against Toronto. And Toronto happened um uh in our, uh, October 25th. That was two days ago, three days ago, yeah. I can't remember days for the life of me, but that's three days ago, right? He's putting up really solid numbers. And he's shooting 50% from the field on average, right? So, Zach Levine has a small ligament tear in the thumb of his non-shooting hand. However, he's playing through the injury. As I've been alluding this entire time, he's playing through the injury. Now, what should be made noteworthy, it's not his shooting hand. Why do I say that? Why would it bring any significance? It's due to the fact that if it was his shooting hand, do you, mo do you know having a bad thumb, a bum thumb that's torn, and you have to play carefully on it? Do you know how that ball's going to be affected, how you flick it, how you project it? That will be tough. That will definitely bring more pain and whatnot. So he is very fortunate that it did not happen to his shooting hand. However, it did happen to his non-shooting hand. Still, the injury stinks. I'm just saying, if you look at it from the pros and cons, it's not as bad, maybe? Yeah. That is where we are at. And now that I'm actually thinking about it, that's, so if you think about it, having a small ligament tear, like that is tough. We saw Chris Paul do it in the postseason, but he's a beast. But when you see our guys do it, it's like, wow, take note of that. Like you know what to expect from Chris Paul. But when you see guys like Zach Levine, I'm pretty sure he's fought for injuries before. I'm just saying, torn ligaments. Any man that goes through torn ligaments or anything torn, dislocated, or anything like that is a legit demolishing beast. I'm not even kidding you in what I am saying. I ask you a straight fact. That goes for Joel B too. Joel B has a huge knee issue. Like, what's new with him in injuries? But this is severe. His new knee injury is beyond the level realms of severity. This is causing him pain to where he can't even walk. But he's playing through to this injury. Beast mode. That is like Hall of Fame stuff right there. You're playing through an injury. You're playing through an injury that's de uh, demobilizing you. That's like taking you off your game. Taking you off your rocker. Right? That is significant. And it was reported. It was reported nine hours ago by. Uh, I'm sorry. Yesterday by CBS that Joel Bede. Uh, is playing through painful knee injury to help 76ers overcome Ben Simmons' absence. While some men cry, other, uh, uh, other men lead. Right? 
It's always a simple rule. While other men cry, other men lead. Right? It's just how it is. And the process here is actually averaging 19 points per game and 7 rebounds and 4.5 assists. That is not bad. His next game was not good. I remember the knee injury would play effect into that. And his mobility and his drive and his conditioning and how much pain tolerance, how much the pain is rising or decreasing when he's on and off the bench for breathers, when he's doing anything, physicality, it takes physical and mental toughness. That's what I was, that's what I was saying earlier. So, he's averaging 19 points. I would actually project him again to average 30 points this season per game. Or close enough to 27, 28 points per game. I legit believe that. Because he's that good. And I would take him as in a top 10 center. Top 10 big man. Because he just can't. He's the type of guy. He just is. He's the type of power forward center. Put him whatever label you want to put him on. Position, right? He's still going to be rocking. He's still going to be rolling. And that's just facts. So... That's tough by both men, by Zach Levine and Joel Embiid, excuse me, by their respected teams. So that's actually really, really huge. Um, well, I was going to say something. There was going to be like another metaphoric phrase or analogy or something, but I forgot. Been doing that a lot. Been having a lot, a lot of like um, brain freezes. You ever get that? brain freezes. It's like having a smoothie and you just gotta get this pain, this sharp pain in your head. Or for me, it comes in my chest. Don't ask why. I'm not a cardiologist. I'm not a doctor of any kind. I just know where pain lies, right? But yeah. It's a huge on Zachary and Joan B. But, you know, there's pros and cons to every team, man. When that pros and cons happen, it's tough for teammates. Zach Levine's still with injuries. Kobe White's on his way out. Both are linked to the Chicago Wolves. Now, Kobe White, who's not been bad. I will not say he's not been bad. However, NBA, NBA executives believe this. That Kobe White could be a potential trade. From the Chicago Bulls. Yes, the team that drafted him could be trading him. Reasons are not clear on my end right now. I'll try to dig deeper into that. I will... I, I wonder... Uh, hold on. Oh. Yeah. I got I got an idea. Oh, I got ideas. My big brain of mine. I got ideas. I'm going to reach out to people today. Get, I'm going to do for the Chicago Bulls. If I can't get more news on this Robert Sarver stuff, that's fine. I'm going to the Chicago Bulls because why does this matter about Kobe White? Well, Kobe White was trying to fend to the offense, he had, to scheme to the team, but now he's playing with a trade candidate by NBA execs. That's executives. That is what NBA executives are seeing him as. He's not bad. Injured, but not bad. He has not even played a game yet. But when he's healthy, 
He's producing 14 points per game, 40% from the field, 4 rebounds, and 4 assists. That is not bad heading into your third year. It stinks that the man cannot be playing right now because of injuries, right? But we knew that going into the season. So, whoever gets him, whoever is a 21-year-old who was drafted 7th back in the 2019 NBA draft is so, so special. We'll begin someone special because he was, he was known as a top high school player back in North Carolina. He finished his career as top of prep score, score in state history. That will obviously be North Carolina, where you saw many of the greats go to, right? So he's legit. He can be a legit basketball team. Uh, I'm sorry, player. Billy Donovan can work on him, could master him, could get him to work on his craft more. I don't know what the reasons were. I don't know what the reasons were to be. NBA executives believe that he could be a top trade target. I just don't know. Because I like Kobe White. Because he's coming off the bench. He still holds a valuable role coming off the bench. For the second hero head coach, Billy Donovan. He's still trying to get back out there. He's still trying not to... Um... Rush injury, I get that, and whatnot. But it's like, what's happening? Because they're trying. Because, like, it, I'm reading fan sided right now, as I'm trying to figure this out and whatnot, because they're. Because, like, what fan side is saying and whatnot, they're trying to add new, more pieces to help the Chicago Bulls find more strength in the rotation. So they're pretty much figuring, you know what? Let's trade him for more pieces, for better rotation, better strength, and better gameplay to be a better team. And they're already undefeated. They're already undefeated. They play today against the New York Knicks. I would love to see them winning back in Chicago. That would be great to go 5-0. and So I know we had that entire conversation yesterday's, on yesterday's podcast episode about... Billy Donovan and Steve Kerr, what it, what the early matchup would be, Bulls against Warriors. I took the Bulls. They only meet one time, and that's in mid-November, somewhere around there. It's like between the 10th and the 14th, somewhere around there, right? But it's going to be very, very interesting. Now, what's even more interesting to me is that fan-sided said Kobe White, in a Kobe White trade, you could target Montrez Harold. That's interesting. That is very interesting to me. Then they're like, then the second guy could be the White Plow. Then, lastly, it could be Marvin Bagley. Here's the thing to me: if you're head on Marvin Bagley, I, I've never been able to get into Marvin Bagley. But I also have to I have to be fair to him. He's never got a fair shot because he's with. Poor Rand Sacramento Kings can't do management for anything. They're like a non-functioning McDonald's ice cream machine. That's what they are. They never, they're, they never function well. They never work, and they're always ruining people's days. That is what the Sacramento Kings are to me, and that's what they're always going to be because they're irrelevant. 
but I'll, I'll talk to them because they have a better record than this team that holds playoff experience. I'll get to that in a bit, but would it make sense to trade Kobe White for headlining Marvin Bagley? Marvin Bagley has skill. He's a bust right now because he's in Sacramento, and Sacramento's having that, having that, like, um, a love-hate relationship, more of like a hate relationship. People are like, you know what, let's do Jalen Smith and Marvin Bagley. Let's do that. Let's send Marvin Bagley down to Phoenix and Smith down to uh, Sacramento, down to California. That would be very interesting for the Phoenix Suns that came out by the Arizona Republic uh, three days ago. I just don't know. I don't know if I'd rather see Marvin Bagley on Chicago or on the Suns. And what could that be for the Suns? Because I'm looking at all of this. He's, it's not good right now. He's only played 10 minutes. He's played one game. 10 minutes. Put up two points. 50%. Four rebounds. That's it. It's been shut down ever since. One game out of the four is not going to cut it. His managers are ripping into him. They're, his his like agents like, come on. Like, you're like, come on. This is tiresome. Like, he's calling out the organization because they're benching him. They're not even on play. This is a sad, sad standoff. But if you think about it, 2018, 14 points. Close enough to 50. I'll call 15. Uh, 2019, 14. 14 again. But he's getting 7 rebounds and close to 1 assist per game. And close to 50% per season. I'm just saying. There's value to this. But I don't. I can't make a right conclusion on this. Because who knows with Marvin Bagley's skill because of Sacramento Kings. They've become so relevant. So toxic. And just killing a player's career Unless you're Harrison Barnes, who's getting publicity, publicity now, and before he came to Sac, uh, to uh, Sacramento, if you're unless your buddy healing the drama he had last year with Luke Wall and the ownership and whatnot, or him being in the free point contest and edging out all those great competitors like Devin Booker or Darren Fox, who's still making media's attention, get catching their eye. Which is quite impressive, might I add. So, with all that being said, I can't draw a fair assessment on Marvin Bagley. Going by what I've seen with him by the Kings, and where people value him, where people rank him, he's a bust. He's not as bad as you've seen Anthony Bennett. I'm not saying that. He still has value, but currently with, this, with the Kings, they're killing him. From a fan perspective and from an expert perspective, that is just bold. That is just the truth. And the truth can be horrifying sometimes, but again, the truth is not always that pleasant. Right? You can't sugarcoat it. Because no one's going to say to the Kings organization, oh, I want to play a few more. Right? It's like, um, it's like when a player doesn't want to be drafted by that team. And they're like, oh, dang it, I have to go there. Yay. It just never works out. And it's tough luck because here's the ultimate thing. If Luka Doncic went to the Sacramento Kings, how relevant would he be? He would be re really relevant, but he would be relevant. The organization would not. Same with Trey Young. 
Marvin Bagley maybe is a top five. He's not better than Luka Doncic by far. He's not better than Trey Young by a long ways away, but he's still a good quality basketball player that's being killed by his organization. He just is. I, I don't know how to make that any more clear because Sacramento is legitimately, legitimately just killing everybody. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. Because when did he get drafted? 2018. I'm looking. I'm just looking at these guys. I'm looking. I'm, I'm just looking at the 2018 list. Any one of these guys could have been killed by. What's his name? Oh, yeah, by the Sacramento Kings. It's just really sad what we have came. It just really is because no one's going to play for Sacramento. When they're forced to play for Sacramento, that's what they are. They give them a shot, it all goes downhill. It just does. And that is the sad part to me. That I just feel bad for so many, so many players that have to live with that. Unless you're one of the free guys I've talked about that's gotten media's attention. Everyone else is just waste. Sad and I hate to say that, it just it just is that way. Because no one's like, oh, let me turn on this game. No, they're like, oh, that's featuring the Sacramento Kings, unless you want to see squashing. It's just crazy. It's just crazy. My, 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 my. Like, who would have, like, who would have guessed it? Because, let me look at the rankings right now. And I'm, I'm trying to see 20, I'm trying to look at 20, what do you call it? I'm trying to look at 2018. Because Marvin Bagley was ranked number three. DeAndre was number one, Luca was number two. Right, his pro, because Marvin Bagley's pros. Is a strong finisher around the basket. Excels at scoring on the move. He has a good low post. He could be a low post scorer. I'm not. I'm gonna give him that. He's not a bad. He's not too shabby when scoring off the dribble. He has big potential. Big potential when trying to have that stretch. He's a decent-ish type playmaker. He's a tremendous rebounder because he's 6'11", 234 as a weight. Right? You can see where I'm going. He's a gift athlete. Now, there's a lot more um, cons, but that's something that can be fixed. Like, not an elite shot blocker, that could take time. Wait till he gets to his prime years. A free throw shooting. Ben Simmons can't shoot his shot, but there's improvement. Same with Giannis. Giannis has been improving. And look at where he's came. Um... Inconsistent shooter. He can work on that. These are all fixable traits. These are not permanent ones. Right? You can... He Sure, you can say he's a bit of a turnover-prone type player. He's a bit of a guy that's... Always trying to get the bucket by himself. But those are correctable mistakes. Those can be errors that can be replaced. That can be figured out in a different way. That could be... Fixed. Everything's fixable. 
except for Ben Simmons' attitude, right? Everything is fixable. It just is. I don't know what his real worth is until he's on a different team that people actually uh, care about, right? It's just like that. It really is. If I'm saying anything wrong, you guys disagree with me. We guys are diehard Sacramento fans, even though there's a few of you. Say something. Just text me at the Court City text line down in the show notes below. I like to hear you guys' feedback. Because even though I've done winning games, no one cares. They're called laughing stocks. If you lose to them, you're considered a laughing stock of that game. Because it's like, how do you lose to the Kings? But yeah, we're going to talk about them. Not in the upcoming minute. Before. So yeah, four series. Scary times ahead. Bad teams run the court. My oh my. We saw the we saw the Cleveland Cavaliers rebuild team. They're not bad, but they're they're not great. They're not they're good, but they can be put in that bad category because they're still rebuilding. And the Clippers are much better with or without Kawhi Leonard. But they lost last night 92 to 79. The Cavaliers won. By 23 points. No, I'm sorry. 13 points. That's insane. The Hawks got schooled by the Pelicans. You might be saying, like, what? What are you reading there? Like, what in the world are you reading there? They won by three. The Hawks should easily be in the Pelicans. The Pelicans are nothing. With or without Zion Williamson. It's not Zion's fault. It's Pelicans' fault. They're like that broken McDonald's ice cream machine. Hey, the Sacramento Kings and New Orleans Pelicans have something in common. Shocker. Um, so that's also I'm going to categorize that as a bad team run the court. Then the Lakers had a 26-point lead and blew it against the OKC Thunder. Good win. Good win all the way around. Now, this one kills me. This one kills me. How do I lose to the Kings? If I'm the Phoenix Suns, how do you lose to the Kings? Do the Kings are trash? Not the Kings of excellence? Please tell me how we lose. I'm not trying to get emotional here, but I'm like, really? It's the Kings. What made it worse is we lost on a game winner to buy Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes scored 22 points. And then one of those was a game-winning three-point shot. 22 points and nine rebounds. Richard Holmes, 12-12. and 12. Darren Fox, 18-9. Halpern, 15. Buddy Hill, 26-5. Alex Lynn, 10. Rookie Davon Mitchell, 5-4-3. But here's the thing. Chris Paul had an ugly game. I hate to call him out like this, but he was 1-10 of 10 from the field. He still put impressive eight assists and six rebounds, but he only put up six points. That's bad. Devin Booker had to pull with a fair share. He had 31 and 6. Aiden had 21 points, 21 rebounds. My goodness. Give that man an award. Who comes up with 21 rebounds? 2020 game right there. Have yourself a moment, young man. My 
goodness. Like Shaq would be calling those Shaq numbers. Jay Carter put up 10. Uh, Bridges put up 15 and 5. Uh, Booker, put, uh, Booker put up 31, 6, and 8 and 6. Uh, McGee put up 7 and 11. 11 rebounds, 7 points. Over Payne, former Phoenix Suns, now part of Phoenix Suns again. Well, he is the. Um, he put up 10 points. Shamit, four points, three rebounds. Not bad. Cam Johnson had an ugly game. Cam, 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 Cam was owned for a point and one rebound. Yay. But no Cameron Payne still dealing with that hamstring injury. Like, how do you lose to the Kings? My Phoenix Suns lost to a team. But now the Kings can say, we're better by a game against the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are now worse than the Sacramento Kings by a game. You could just say, well, it's just a game. They're still worse. The Suns are in 10th place in the Western Conference. Sacramento Kings are in 5th place. There is a difference. Once in the play tournament, once in playoff contention, if the league ended today. If the season ended today, we would be seeing those matchups. It's insane. It's just insane. I don't know if it's just me. I get there's going to be a slump because we're in the finals. We're trying to recuperate. All these different variables happen. But still. But still. The Warriors, Jazz, Timberwolves, Mavericks, Kings, Trailblazers, Nuggets, Grizzlies, and the Lakers are all currently better. And the Kings and Timberwolves. The Timberwolves are free and one. Just, just note that. They also beat the Milwaukee Bucks. That bad team. I'm going to categorize them as bad. Not because I want to, but because I have to. Meaning, they're free on one right now. But just because you're free on one right now, doesn't mean you're not bad, right? You are still okay. You're core free. Or scored over 20 points. Vanderbilt had a double-double. Jaden McDaniels. Hmm. I'm sorry about that. Jaden McDaniels had 11 rebounds. They just out-competed, out-scored, out-hustled, out-worked, out-everything. The Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis was four, had a 14, I'm sorry, 14-16 game. Middleton did nothing, 16 points. There was no uh, Drew Holiday. Pat Covington played bad. Uh, Grayson Allen played okay. 13 points in 30 minutes. Not bad. George Hill, nah, not good. Bobby Portis, not good. And then you just saw Giannis' brother, uh, Tiannis, Fiannis, Antetokounmpo, who only averaged two points in eight minutes. Right, there is a legit difference between the two. But the Timberwolves are good? But they're still a bad team. They're having a good start to the season, but they're still a bad team. Even with the addition of Patrick Beverly. But defense matters, and that was a great move. And Patrick Beverly is a great, 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 great defensive player. It gets on your nerves, and my Phoenix Suns would know that. But we also know how to be humiliated by a bunch of losers. Jokers. It's sad. I wish this would have happened on April Fool's. I would have been laughing because I thought this was fake. 
that you would have seen the Kings win on a on a lucky shot. My goodness. My, 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 my. Like, I can't tell you how much that frustrates me. I can't tell you how much of my soul died. I'm like, it's the Kings. And congratulations for Harrison Barnes, Luke Walton, Buddy Hill, Mitchell, everyone on that team. Fox, Wright, yay. Yay. Congrats. I like Harrison Barnes. He's a good basketball player. Same with Field. Same with all those guys. Goes for staff too. Right? But it's just like, how? 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 You should have never been tied with them. You, you should have been tied 61-61. You should have been able to take it. But then you got out to lead. Then you cut it back. You outscored them by three points in the fourth. But by those three points, the irony not, they won by three points on a three-pointer. But you beat them by three points in the fourth quarter. You lost to them in the third quarter. That was their big break. The Phoenix Suns are in a bad slump. Caught by trick or treat. They tricked us. I want something good to watch. Right? It's insane. It just really, really is insane. The Kings beat us in the preseason. Oh, we lost them in the regular season. Like, how humiliating is that? If we then lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers, because in theory, we have a better rec better team than them, that says, because we're at home. We've lost to the Sun. Uh, we lost to the Kings at home. We can't lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Granted, they're having a great start. They're free and two. They knocked off the now one and free Clippers. Evan Mobley's pump solid numbers. Or Morgan is doing his thing. Sexton's doing his thing. Garland's doing his thing. Rubio and Love is doing their thing. But it's like we should be able to beat them. We should be able to do that. On some level, we have to do that. Because right now, if the season ended, I know people are going to be frustrated with that, but if the season ended, the Cleveland Cavaliers will be in the postseason and would be taking on the Chicago Bulls. Right? You have Hornets, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, Heat Wizards. Right? That, that whole thing. I'm just saying, it's crazy when you look at it. The Pistons are still weak. Same with the Pacers. Same with the Magic. Same with the Thunder. Same with the Pelicans. Same with the Rockets. It's just legit insane. That a, such a good team is in such a bad slump that now we're losing to the Kings. I don't, I hate the Kings. Not as bad as I do, I, I hate the Lakers. I like, I hate the Kings, I hate the Lakers. They're right below is the Kings. And of course, I'm only speaking divisionally. Right, I can talk about a lot of teams I hate. But I guess that's just home team bias, you can say. I have no idea. All I know is this. The Kings beat the Phoenix Suns by three points. That is legit embarrassing. That is legit embarrassing. I'm sorry, but that is embarrassing. Like, please, tell me where that made sense. 7 p.m. game. I get done with martial arts. 
Oh, Suns are tied. Oh, Suns are losing. I get out of my shower. I return home. I get a shower. Just to see the Suns are losing. As I'm getting into a shower, as I'm preparing to get a shower, I see Phoenix Suns lost. I'm like, wow, we're a pack of losers today. I guess we wanted to get our butts handed to us. Whoop de doo dah, we lost. That is just so sad. And this is my mini rant. I don't know if you could call this like a mini rant. This is just so sad. Oh, my, 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 my. I'm, I'm like, well, I'm like lost for words right now. Because that shit never happened. This has been a weird and wacky Wednesday games, right? It's Thursday now. What are we going to say? What are we going to say now? Are you going to tell me? Sac San Antonio is going to beat Dallas? Are you telling me that Houston's going to beat Utah? Oh, are you telling me that? Are you telling me the Grizzlies are going to upset the 4-0 undefeated Warriors? I don't know. Then what are you going to tell me? The Pacers are going to beat Brooklyn on Friday? What are you going to tell me? Um, you're going to see Cleveland upset the Lakers and then... um. Phoenix from Friday to Saturday? Are you going to tell me that Boston's going to get the upset over Washington? Are you going to tell me that New Orleans gets the Saturday win against the Knicks? Are you telling me that? I have no idea. If This could be like a Halloween curse. All the good teams are being attacked by Halloween because I have no idea why. The Suns should not have won. Trick or treat. I got a trick that the Suns were actually going to win. I won the treat of a good game where the Suns obliterated them. But no, I get this steaming pile of garbage. Thank you a lot. Now, I hate bashing on my own team. I really, really do hate bashing on my own team. But it just drives me insane when we lose to losers like this. We do not want to become a joke here. We reign supreme. We have supremacy over this. We have dominance over this. This is just some troll in the lost forest. Right? This is like a no-name team. And no one cares about this team. Just so, so insane. But that was today. That was today's topic. I, I wasn't kidding when I said scary times ahead. Bad teams run the court. Trick or treat. The Milwaukee Bucks got tricked by Minnesota. We got tricked because Phoenix led us to believe they were going to win. Um, and then you, we just saw um, OKC come back. But that was actually pretty impressive. That was a treat to me. That was a treat. I just love, love, love seeing the Lakers lose. I, I hate them with all of my heart and soul. I'm happy that we decimated them. In our regular season, in the postseason, in the regular season. Like, I don't know why that brings me such joy. Especially the fact that I know people that love the Los Angeles Lakers. To be honest, I don't care. I hate them with all my heart and soul. And the Phoenix Suns are better. And the other ones going to be crying at the Lakers then advance the postseason. 
with their middle-aged men on that team. But yeah, great team wins all around. Kings got the upset. OKC ride back. Minnesota, I don't know what's going on with them, but they are putting something together nicely. They could be the sleeper team. Still a bad team. Good season so far. But they could be a sleeper team. So, don't count them out. Don't count them out. The Nets are 2 and 3. The Celtics are 2 and 3. The Magic are 1 and 4. Pacers are 1 and 4. And the Pistons are 0 and 3. That was the Eastern Conference. Thunder, Pelicans are both 1 and 4. Then Suns, Spurs, Clippers, Rockets are all 1 and 3. And then 2 and 3 would be the Lakers. And, San and Sandy. Throughout the entire league, there's only three teams left undefeated. Bulls, Warriors, Jazz. My oh my. That is going to be really exciting to see all these matchups. Because we know it's coming soon. I just hope that the Knicks don't beat the Bulls. I love the Knicks. Don't get me wrong. I also love the Bulls. But I want to see the Bulls have some more success. I want them to taste success. Post the Jordan era, right? You really can't say post the Derrick Rose era because that was over because of tragic injuries, right? That's just, I, I hate that so much. I wanted Derrick Rose to win more MVPs and a championship. Was that so hard? Yeah, this is all good. This is all good as now we're going to be transitioning out to our game of the day, the Watch Out Station. I swear, if you have a deep voice, it will make it sound so much more cooler than my little screechy high-pitched voice crying out loud. But the game to watch. I can't believe I'm about to say this. Get ready. Grizzlies Warriors. Because I am actually taking Memphis over the Golden State Warriors. I'm taking the Memphis Grizzlies over the Golden State Warriors. Why? I'm calling for the upset. This is a playing tournament rematch where the Grizzlies beat um, the Warriors. That was something that was really, really, really cool. Wait a minute. They had a really cool matchup. I believe it was the Grizzlies, but either way, they had a really cool matchup. Um, I'm trying to look it up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. They meet three times this season. Today, 7 p.m., December 23rd, and January 11th. Two both times are going to all three times. Two out of three times are going to be in the Oracle Arena. And then in Grind City, you're going to be playing it there. So, I'm actually really excited. Yeah. Yeah, right here. The Grizzlies went on. They, that was the AFC game. That was the playing tournament. The Grizzlies won by five. I actually watched that game. I'm actually so happy. I was rooting for the Grizzlies. I'm also a Grizzlies fan, even though they're worth absolute. They're worth more than the Sacramento Kings, but they have a little more relevancy, I guess. But that is the game you want to be watching out for. That is the game that you want to be seeing because that is the game that's going to be bringing so much intensity. So many flashbacks if you watch the game, if you watch the highlights. It's going to look so cool, so epic. I invite you guys to watch that game tonight, 7 p.m. I'm going to be 
uh, church and whatnot, so I won't be able to watch the game. But then again, you're probably watching the Cardinals game because that's going to be way more interesting, <laughs> right? Now you're trying to get to say, oh, here's Memphis. But here's going to be the upset. I think this is going to be upset. I hope the Warriors can keep the streak alive. But if you're also going to tell me, well, they're going to they're going to lose to the Grizzlies for the upset, I want to be I want to be mad about that. I want to be mad one bit. I also like the Grizzlies. I want to see John Moran succeed. I want to see Jaron Jackson Jr. succeed. I want to see Stephen Adams succeed. I want to see all these guys succeed. Like legit. Legit, that's where I'm coming from. Again, guys, as we're wrapping up the podcast, we're coming closer and closer to that. Um, Remember, just to keep watching basketball, but the best way to stay with basketball, to stay in the loop, is to join the Elite Membership. It'll be down in the link below. You will not be disappointed. Join our free newsletter. It's, that's on the site and whatnot. Or join our membership where you're getting exclusive articles with two newsletters. One on Friday morning and one on Sunday morning. And with all these different perks. With coupons that are going up to 75% off. Legit. And that's not combined. That's individual people. Especially with the holiday season coming up. Do not be scared of this. This year, these are scary good deals. As our Halloween deals will be dropping soon, my friends. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember, you know where to find us. You know where to find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Rumble, YouTube, Daily Motion, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, um, all these different places, Spotify. Wherever you're able to find us, we will be there. So yeah. Without further ado, thank you guys for listening to today's podcast. It was a fun, this was a quick, quick hour. Hope you guys enjoyed it, and I'll see you here Friday morning, 8 a.m. Like we always are, the podcast runs from, 80, uh, from Monday to Friday, always at 8 a.m., unless you have iMovie difficulties or just tech difficulties in the, um, um, just tech difficulties in general, and you're like, yay, that's late. But yeah. See you guys for listening to today's podcast episode. A true place, true appreciate for everyone listening. And I'll see you guys here back again Friday. We're going to have a trick or treat series. And for anybody that knows any good Halloween music, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around that. I'm still trying to figure everything out. Here we go. Um, text is at Courtney Text Line to talk about uh, or suggest any topics you would find interesting for us to talk about on the show. We'll have a conversation with you. It will be awesome. And without further ado, guys, I am your host, Josh Jennings, and I'm signing off right here, right now. You know where the podcast at. And now, let's be taken off by the outro music. Let's do it now.